Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo wow. Uh that was a little like 80s music inspired and then I see helicopter in the background. That was, you know, feeling good. Hi. Nostalgic. Hi. I love hey. nostalgia. I really do. I love it. Anything nostalgic just really gets me. Um, I love nostalgia, and I also love the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yes. Do. Yes. Because sometimes what the up, two go hand in hand, right? We're very nostalgic on this podcast. We talk a lot about our upbringing, our mm-hmm. Latino upbringing, mm-hmm. our likes, you know what I mean? Movies from the 80s, 90s, <laughs> thousands, and today. Um mm-hmm. I sound like 106.7, the best yeah, of the no. 80s, 90s, thousands. From the 70s, and... <laughs> 80s, 90s, and today, we got all your hits. Yeah, yo. Well, let's let's take it back to the present. Hi, it is a present to be here, to gift. Uh, I'm your friend. In case you don't recognize my voice, come a little closer. Closer. Uh-huh. Closer. Yeah. Closer. It's your friend, Rachel La Loca. Yo, Rachel. Okay, this is Jay Ferns. This is Jay Ferns. Stay where you're at. It's uh, it's Mr. Frank Nibs uh, from the Heights. He's right here and he's present. He's here? And then who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Are you some kind of body double? Oh, no. Is this a Frank Spiracy? I could could be a clone. Oh, wow. Could be a clone. Interesting. Yeah. Whoa, so wait, is the real Frank, did the real Frank um, run the New York City Marathon, which happened That could have been my clone. I don't city? think the real Frank could make it. I don't the think clone... the real Frank. I think the clone might, <laughs> The yeah. clone could make it. The clone definitely could make it. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the marathon? Like, would you ever run a marathon? Nah, thoughts? Nah, That's a great question. No, Frank? No, why? no, 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 no. I've, but, seen pe- why? I've seen people passing out. I've been, pe- I've seen people almost <laughs> die. So nah, that's, that's dangerous. Also chafing, <laughs> chafing is a big deal. Ooh, Wait, oh, uh, like in between Kutcher, the legs? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher was on a morning show um, recently and he was talking about how he, he ran the marathon this year. And he was talking about how he had like a big issue with chafing, like that almost made him drop out because he oh, had this real hard. You got them chafing, thick so. thighs, boo boo. You know what chub rub is? Now you know. <laughs> now you know. Shout out to all the ladies out there with chub rub. Yo, shout out to all the ladies putting deodorant on their inner thigh. I see you. Listen, if you got thick thighs, what you gonna do? You gotta put something for friction, for some wow. viscosity. Try some oil, ladies. Oil also works. You know what I mean? Some eucalyptus Ooh. oil, some of them lavender oil, Dr. Teal's, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, shout out to the ladies with Chub Rub. Chub Rub, I think, is sexy, okay? Chub Rub. Wow. He was my favorite 80s rapper. Chub Rub? <laughs> I think it was Chub Rock. Chub Rock. Chub Rock. Okay. But Chub, Chub Rub, Rub sounds like a, kind of a better name, just saying. Yo, Chub Rub, Yo, what a... in the club. I yeah. ladies, show me some love. Chub Rub. And you know I'm in the club. <laughs> I guess I would have curiosity <laughs> to see, like, if I really try to train to see how far, you know, I could take it. But yeah. then I see all these people like who train and try to do it and they get all these little, little, little injuries. You know, yeah. what I mean? like oh. they you realize that how by by training for a marathon, you realize how out of shape you really are. You know, Oof. 
But Jamie, so wait like, a minute. You look like a marathon runner. I would think that, you know, that'll be your perfect sport. Yeah, hmm. but you're, you're thin. You got your tall. I, I would think that's the your beard, perfect sport. You, you got know? the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the training. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have no stamina for for that. You know, like no way. And and it's 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 like when I play basketball, like I'm literally like I'm huffing and puffing, like you know, right, right. Just mm. once once around the court. You know what I mean? So. What is it? Twenty six point two miles. Tw- is that's that right. Twenty six right, miles. And it's like. You see all these people, they're like, wow, I got a more of appreciation for the city because I got to see everything. And I'm like, I don't need to run literally all over the city right. to appreciate the city. Like, I can do, right. I can take an Uber somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. It's going to be a fat Uber yeah. ride. You know what I'm a saying? Like, that's you know, be... a guy did that a few years ago. Remember, a guy lied. He said he finished. He took like an Uber. Or he took the train and then oh he went to the finish God. line and he made believe he finished. And they found so... out that he lied. Why would you do that? And in New York nowadays, I'm surprised like most people didn't reach the finish line because they got stabbed before the, before <laughs> oh the my race God. ended. Or they Hello. were like a witness to a violent crime. <laughs> Officer, I got to finish the race. No, listen, you got to stay in because you just saw this guy get shot. <laughs> so Hey, hey, you want to finish the race? Why don't you go over here? I got a shortcut for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god shout out to new york nico you guys follow new york nico he yeah, put a yeah. lot of interesting finish line images and video up on his page but here's my take on the marathon i i am very inspired um by the thought the notion ah, i think thought. of like i think of like at the gym i could clock in like three three and a half miles if if i'm you know what i'm saying if i'm like okay if lungs are at full capacity, if the Beyonce album is playing, you right. know, and the outfit is fine, you know, mm. good enough for running like that. I could put it and I'm being honest, you know, so then I think in my head, OK, 26, 27 miles. So that's like nine gym sessions. That's Damn. nine, nine of those. Am I wow. capable? I'm really Damn. not sure. But I love and I get excited at the idea of challenging my body, my my mm. kind of new body, guys, you know, this is yeah. kind of a new thing for me. I would like to do it one day. Is that crazy? What? Yeah. Wow. But you know what? The same girl that's inspired kept her ass inside the apartment the whole day. And mm. I live right here. I live right <laughs> here. I hear I hear it all. All the cowbells and all the Oh my god, Christy, go team UBS. I'll see you at work Monday. <laughs> you know, like all of that. And like, okay, I'll meet you at the bar in 86th Street. Woo! Mm. I like all of that. Like you know, and then it, it doesn't stop because then after the run, they're all here on the Upper East Side partying and drinking Morning, and celebrating. Out. I'm not yeah, mad I know. at that, I, but I, I think, just I think you know, they just I stay do inside. It for the, they just do it so the, for the party, the yeah. epic party afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, I would need to start with a neighborhood uh, marathon. Like, I'm not going to oh. try to conquer a whole city right away. <laughs> I need to do, like, the Dykeman Street Marathon. You know what I mean? It's That's like, a great give idea. Give me, like, six or seven, like, you know... Five, you know, blocks, long blocks, yeah, and um, and and I'll finish. I'll promise I'll finish that. Yeah, they got a little run club around there. I'm gonna find out about it for you, uh, Jamie. There they is got a these run, run clubs. Club. Yes, yes. Yeah, they, I think it, isn't it the Dykeman Run Club? Yeah, yeah, Dykeman something. I find they out just look like the cool kids, right? Like they just it's like they're like a very like it's a clique. Yeah, of it's a little young clique, have, and it's like this young clique, and they got like. They have their own tights, you yep. know what I mean? They're running tights. Yep, 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 yep. And they got special hats they yep. wear and gloves. Wow, and I'm Jamie. like, yep. I'm, I'm like, 
I don't have that gear. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to catch up with them. But I'll add to the initiation, way. you get it. You know what I'm saying? Find you have like to like, gang. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, you gonna run with us or what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> or are you gonna run away like a little bitch? <laughs> oh, yo! Shout out to all these like mobilized groups of Latinos. Like, shout out to Jasmine and the Hood Hikers. Oh, and man, the Hood if, Hikers. If you don't know about the Hood Hikers, look them up too. Our girl Jasmine is in charge of that. And just, like, providing these really fun recreational activities for our inner-city Latino peeps. Yeah. I right. love that. And we have yet to do a Hood Hike, but we will. It's just Definitely. a matter of calendar coordination, right? Speaking of running, right? Um, Frank had a story where, uh, which actually, if I was in, you know, it sounds like it would make me want to run away from hmm. the the place where this story takes. What happened? Yeah, Frank? I haven't even, I haven't even wanted to like even talk about this. Like, Are you, okay? you were talking about Amityville horror, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, wait a minute, what? what yeah, what's going, going on? on? Like, this, should I go now lock you got the me... door? I'm getting scared. Now you yeah, it was around. I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you guys. I, you know, Jamie. I, I didn't want to tell you, Rachel. I didn't want to tell you. It was around the Dia de los Muertos and all that stuff. So what? Really Let good. me get comfortable. You know, I've been doing the <laughs> doing the construction thing up by uh, the house up in Amityville, up in Pennsylvania. So at the Amityville. So house. I didn't know if it was, it was in well, is not Amity, Amityville, Amityville but, Pennsylvania? No, I thought house, it was Long no, it's in Pennsylvania, Jamie. But the house looks like Amityville Horror, so I called it the Amityville House. Oh, oh so you just boy. call it the Amityville yes. House because it has that like. Would you feel like feelings of dread when yes, you look at that? House? I have feelings like you know those horror films. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gives you that vibe. But the crazy thing, guys, I lost my phone. Okay. Oh, I lost it. And um, I lost it in the house. And when I put my mind, uh, find my uh, my phone, it gave me the indication that I, the phone was in the house somewhere. So me and the other workers in the house started looking for the phone and we couldn't find it. And when I call the phone, it rings. And so nobody knows what it is. A lot of people are claiming that the phone we probably like put the she rocked the walls up and the phone is inside the house oh shit so we're hearing the phone ringing and it's been days and days and days and the phone hasn't been charging and people are hearing the phone ring in the house so we don't know where the phone is and no one understands because how can the phone be charged and the phone rings or some people are, are hearing the vibrating thing at the middle of the night so it's like freaking oh people out in the house God. we've even opened up some of the drywall to see if we find it and we can't find the phone so I, I don't know what's going on. It's kind of really scaring me. And the house is starting to scare me. So I think I'm going to get the hell out of this soon. Wait, so you never found the phone? Nope. And people are saying, the workers inside are saying that they're hearing a phone in the house. They hear ringing or they hear the vibrating sound. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is just so weird. You know? Damn. So now when you call my phone, like my, my new phone rings and the old phone rings inside the house somewhere too. What? And are you fixing up that house for someone to live in? Yeah. So now we're afraid that they're going to have a ringing phone in the house after we sell the house. <laughs> Yo, like that's going to be an issue for the whoever lives there. Like if it's this eternal battery phone, like. It's weird, oh. man. We just don't know. We don't understand. And then your voicemail message just keeps popping up. Yo, yeah. this is Frank Nibs. It just, Yo, I, I can't come to the phone right now, but. I'm looking for the poltergeist lady. I don't know if she's still alive. Remember the poltergeist lady? The little yes. lady? Yeah. I want to know if she's alive. Yeah, because yeah, she will find it. You know, remember she went into the poltergeist house and found like the little kid through the TV. Oh this lady could find God. the phone. 
Yeah, you need a, like a ghost hunter up in there to be like, okay, I, I feel the presence of the phone. Right. <laughs> um, does your phone does your phone have call waiting? <laughs> I need to know this first before we go any further. Um, so it's there's no power going to the phone. It's been over ten days, so it's impossible for it to still be on or still have power. Um, find my iPhone says um, it's in the portal to hell. Uh, where's that? Is that somewhere in this house? Uh, well, you know, hey, it listen, says that some... it's in the upside down world. Uh, can we access that from here? Is that like that Stranger Things place? Hey guys, we never know. Certain houses have a certain energy, and like in the movie Poltergeist, that house had an energy, you know, and that family there was an energy in that particular house. So it could be that certain houses are haunted. Yo, if the ghost pays the phone bill, then it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you want to go half oh and half, God. if you want to go half and half on this phone bill, then yo, I, I, we could talk, ghost. Like, come on. Well, I'm afraid I might get a call from the phone. Thanks for sharing the news. Frank. Always. I, I'd Always. be freaked out, too, if I were the you. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> that's every scary movie. Yeah, that's, that's freaky, man. Yeah. Um, no house visits for you, Frank. Uh, all right. In Pennsylvania. So, um, okay, I'm just going to shake this, you know, I'm going to shake this evil, evil Stir spirit. It out. Yeah, we need to shake it uh, out. Get off. the... And we gotta like um, introduce. I don't know our, what that was, but it felt right. We gotta introduce our guests for oh, this yes. episode. Yes. yes, our guest. Oh my gosh, fascinating! You can see him now in Hades Town. Okay. Oh yeah, we're talking musical theater people. Ooh. We're talking talented actors, singer, and just amazing human being. Eddie Noel was a Ooh. guest on LOL, okay? Wow. Wow. Because his last name rhymes with our show? No. Because he's <laughs> killing it. Because he's killing it, and you may know him from On Your Feet. Yeah, the Gloria Stefan Broadway show, you may know him from there. But wow. now you may definitely know him from Town. Shout out to Eddie Noel. It's so fun to talk to musical theater people, Frank, because you can imagine. It's just like mm -hmm. jazz hands, the whole interview. Jazz hands and more jazz hands. I say that literally and figuratively. Um... It's just always nice to talk to people who are like very eloquent and can just, I love singers. Singers are just always so like, you know, ready to perform. Musical Eddie people. Noel, yeah. And so we interviewed, I, I got the chance to talk to Eddie Noel and it's always nice to hear about the journey. It's always inspiring to hear about getting the call. You know, the life changing call. Ooh. And I loved Eddie's story because it didn't come easy. It, those kinds of calls usually don't come easy. Like they come after a lot of work. And Ooh, then sure. you get that life changing call that you're like, oh, yeah, I deserve this because I put in the work and I have earned the stripes Mm. And, and it's okay, you know? So I loved, I got a lot of inspiration out of chatting with Eddie Noel. So if and you he's all, a triple threat. He's a triple threat. Dance, acting, and music. Oof. Incredible. That's, you know. Wow. Bang, bang, uh, Frank, bang. You're a, Frank, you're a quadruple threat. Yeah. Oh, what's the yeah. fourth? 
uh, ghost. The ghost <laughs> in the phone. Yeah, ghosting? I don't know. Like, Frank, ghosting? Do you ghost? Oh. oh my God, how did we not make a ghosting joke with all that phone, with all oh, that ghost and phone? There's one in there somewhere human? deep in the, like, you know, in the, in the plywood. I bet you someone was listening to us and was like, hello, someone make a ghosting joke. Yeah. It's right there for you, you guys. Um, well. But yeah, that's a, that was a cool interview. And um, again, another person that I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of in the future. Yeah. So let's get into it. The convo yes. with Eddie Noel on LOL. you guys this is the part here on latinos out loud where we interview someone amazing this is awesome <laughs> because your energy right off the bat i'm so excited to introduce puerto rican actor eddie noel people <laughs> You know, hey, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many like Puerto Rican like so like house music songs. You know, like Wepa Man really did his thing. You yeah. know, shout out to Wepa Man. Like there are so many Esa Loca. Esa, oh my god, like all yes. those songs. Yes, you must know yes. all of them. I mean, ponme la y te la bailo. Así decirte el artista a veces es como que ah, pero te la bailo porque te la bailo hasta abajo. Exactly. Ay, tú eres borrico de verdad. Dígame Wepa. Wepa pa 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 pa. <risa> un buen paso esta mañana, diantre. Wow. Me gusta esta combinación de mofongo y mango. I love it. I love it. I love it too. I also love the combination of matzah and mofongo. Because I told you, you know, my background's a little bit of Brooklyn Jew, a claro. little bit of Dominican. Claro. But, you know, my kids are also par boricua. Oh, so really? I'm. Oh, yes. And we yeah, yeah. embrace culture. We embrace culture here like a mofo. Uh, we could talk about that all day, but it's really nice to be from different partes. It just gives us more color and more things to learn about yes. and more excitement about being Latino, period. Punto com. So, so Eddie. <laughs> You you're in Nashville right now. Thanks for sharing. Um, yeah. You're you're on tour. You're all, I mean, you're busy. Let's just talk about this. Some some of the LOLeros may know you from the Broadway production of On Your Feet. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is the story of the Estefans. I've seen it. Oh, oh really? I love that. I loved that show so much. You know, well, being in the Latino media, you hear about things sort of sometimes when they're in pre-production or, you know, production and then they go up and you go, you know, and it's like being part of that process. I say that to say is like I feel part of the family of watching that and I'm removed. I'm far removed. I'm, I'm just a fan. But knowing <laughs> knowing that it was coming, you know, to Broadway, you're like, yes. A Latino production, baby. So I want to hear about your life. I want to hear mm -hmm. about your career, your trajectory. And then we can tell the LOLeros why you're in Nashville right now. So I okay. know that's like a 10 part question, but talk to us a little bit about the actor Eddie Noel. Bueno, pues, this actor that's, that is coming from Vega Baja, Puerto Rico. Vega Baja, que Bad Bunny es de Vega Baja. So, so, so you know. Ay, okay. ay. Take a selfie. Say hey. cheese. <laughs> That's all well, I say every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I started when I when I was like uh, 15 years old and all the talent shows, you know, around Puerto Rico. 
And then I joined this uh, folkloric company called Jibaro de Puerto Rico, that is a folkloric dance company that besides uh, dancing that, besides dancing in that company, started doing uh, theater and I started singing because the company started doing musical theater, uh, original stuff. And with that company, I started discovering this whole experience of musical theater that I'm very passionate about. And, mm. uh, and then in 2009, they did Rent in Puerto Rico. All those Rent heads and like the people that love musical <sighs> theater, they know Rent. Yes! Of course, Season okay, of Love. Okay, we've had... Oh, we've had the icon Daphne Rubin Vega on Latinos Out Loud. You must check, check out that I need episode. To check that. Yes. <laughs> we we love I love that woman. Okay? I cannot wait to work with her at some point, to be honest. Like I'm Which that's you part will. of my bucket list. You will. It's there. I'm declaring it right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then she's in the heights. I mean, she's just so talented. I love her. Yeah. We love her. Okay. So go ahead. So I, I started that. with that show um, um, outside of the company that I used to dance. And because it was like a mainstream musical show, um, it hits in a hit in a different way. And I was like, hmm, I think I'm able to, you know, to do this as a, as my career. And then I saw Mamma Mia in Spain because with the company that I used to dance, we used to represent Puerto Rico with our culture and our music in different parts of the world. So one time we were in Spain, in this festival, and um, I saw Mamma Mia on stage. And I was like, oh, this is a game changer. So it was like my first Broadway show, like live. Yo tenía maybe like, I was like, maybe 16. I was 16 years old. Um, y Jovencito. Sí, yo empecé bien temprano, bien temprano. Eh, y voy para 35 ya mismo. Like, I have to say, you know, I'm not ashamed of it. Um, God bless. I please, you look amazing. You look 17 years old. Es la barba. Yo me afecto y parezco de 25. La barba. Yo, I swear, if I could grow a real barba, which I could if I really wanted to, but if I could hide some of the wrinkles on my face with a barba, not saying you got wrinkles under there, I would. I wish beards I mean, were in for women right now, but beard I don't is know. the makeup of us, <laughs> de los de los hombres, el makeup de los hombres. Eso lo vi en un sitio. Excellent point. Excellent point. Yo me afecto, yo me afecto esto, y tú sabes quién es Kiko, right? Por chavo del ocho, Kiko. Yes. I'm like Kiko if I shave. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that's really um, funny. <laughs> going back to that, I start. I mean, doing musical theater. Then in Puerto Rico, they did La Cage, they did gospel, and I started doing that. I studied telecommunications. That's my bachelor degree, minor in theater. But I was already working in theater. So I was working behind camera. Then in Puerto Rico, I started working in WAPA Televisión as a host. And that opened Wapa. another, you know, me abrió los ojos en otros aspectos. So I, I love TV too. And then, um, yeah, pasaron muchas cosas en todo ese tiempo. Viajé con la compañía. And then um, Hurricane Maria happened in 2017. So it was recently. So I was doing all of that since 15 years old, doing my career in Puerto Rico. And I, it was part of my plans to move to New York. But I was mm -hmm. like, when is going to be that moment? When is going to be the moment? And then uh, Hurricane Marie happened. And then I was like, I, they canceled all the shows for that next semester. And of course, theater and arts in general wasn't a priority because we were, we were in a crisis. But at the same time, I was like, I need to survive. So I helped my family as much as I could before leaving the island because I went to my, my cousin's house in the Bronx. So I was Hi, BX. Yeah, tú sabes. Me fui para allá. Y estuve viviendo en el couch de ella, like, for five months. And that wow. was during Christmas. And then I started working in Times Square in this pop-up shop in Times Square. Para el season de Christmas. Eso fue mi primer trabajo as soon as I got to New York. 
Uh, how and, did you do that? And how are you alive? How did you survive that job? Por la temporada de Christmas and Times Square. Y viniendo del Bronx todos los días, que era like an hour commute, depending on the time. But it was like, it was my first, you know, work in, 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 in New York. And I was like, let's do this. But then at the same time, I was in front of Telsey and Company. That is the company uh, casting management that I auditioned before for On Your Feet. Because before here to Maria, my first callback ever was in New York in front of the creative team of On Your Feet. Because I did, I sent the tape and everything and they wanted to see me. So that was before here to Maria. Then they didn't get me in that time, but they saw me. But I was working in front of that building that I auditioned. <laughs> so wow. I, I was, every time I opened that door, sometimes at 7 a.m., especially a New Year's Day that I, had, I was cleaning up all that confetti from the New Year's Eve and everything. I was literally opening the doors and cleaning all the confetti from Times Square. Um, I always look at that building. I was like, I, I need to go back again at some point. And I was declaring it and declaring it. So, dándole fast forward, I got unemployed, pasaron las navidades in New York. And I was like, okay, let's find another job. And um, that's when my manager told me, it's like, they're looking for a replacement for On Your Feet. They wanted to see you. And I was like, I'm ready. Oh Let's my do this. God, so in I love days, these stories of the universe. I exacto. love these types of stories. Keep going. Exacto. And I I, I just auditioned <clears throat> again. I had two more callbacks. Then I saw Jerry Mitchell again uh, for the final callback. And then after that, I waited like a week. And I was like, what am I going to do? So. I was literally in my shorts. I was with my coffee. I was like, let's get another job in New York. Let's go. And my manager called me. I was like, congratulations. You're going on tour. And I started screaming. <gasps> I was like, oh, my esto God. Fue, like five months after I moved to the States. Of course, I mean, I did my job. I did my stuff and my move before going there. And like, you know, I ended up trying to make everything happen. But then I joined the cast. I was on tour with On Your Feet for a year and a half. I started as an ensemble covering all the male parts. Then I was playing the dad covering Emilio. And then wow. I ended up being Emilio. So for wow. my first gig ever, like having that principal contract and starting with the union, like it, it's, it's something that for me, that's why when I work, I don't take anything for, anything for granted, especially for that experience, because I know the struggle. Like, eh, mucha gente todavía en Nueva York, like they've been years and they haven't get what they've been dreaming. And y les va a llegar. Pero a todo, we all have different journeys. You know what I mean? And... Yes. For me, in that case, having the journey in the way that I had, like, uh, believe me, I practice gratefulness every single day, especially in this business <laughs> and being employed. So that was my first. That was on your feet. And then after I that. I have to tell you. Wait, pause real quick. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. your stories. I... <laughs> no, but I love it. I just have to say and give you a piece of feedback is that you really took me there. I saw you sweeping the confetti. Yeah. Like I, what, what a part of the story, like, oh my gosh, there has to be something. This is the dream. This is the sueño. Yeah. And of course it's part universe and also part destino, but it's also part perseverance. You know, it's it's major part perseverance, actually, if you ask me. And I just want that to resonate. Your story really resonates um, for me with that part of it. Because, of course, there are moments, LOLeros out there, you know, people listening to us right now, Eddie, there's moments where you're like, ah, I got my degree in marketing. What am I, what am I, what, what's happening? I'm a comedian? Oh, you know, like, you exactly. ask yourself, 
you got your degree in telecommunications. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and these questions, but then and those questions. Go ahead, go ahead, jump in. No, no, no. That 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 work that I had in, in Times Square it was a pop up shop, and they just hired me to just put the shop put the 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 shop together, like as a regular employee, just to move. And then because they saw that. I was I wasn't comiendo mierda, you know. I was like doing mm. the job, and they just like mm. well, stay for the season. And in the week, in that same week, because I wasn't a regular employee, one of the sales manager decided to leave. And in my resume in Puerto Rico, I work in a lot of like retail store. And they put me as the sales manager, so I ended That's up having it. a full. So it has every every little opportunity. Take it and use it completely, and 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 give yourself. And be passionate in everything that we and you do. And us as, as Latinos, we're very passionate about everything. Claro. But even in work, I hint that get con cojones, and we have to say it because there's some people that don't want to work. But people that work, you know, eso paga in in, in many different ways. You know, and yes. in my case, a job is a job, and if I need money, I will work for it. Even if I have a degree, like ah, you know, soy orgulloso or too extremely proud. No, when you need something and you're pursuing something and you have to go through that steps. You go through them until you get to that goal. And that's what I've been I doing all my that. life. And yeah, like right now, like I can I can get out of tour right now and I go back. Maybe I work in a gym or I work something else. Like I keep myself moving so I can hit that goal at some point. No. Well, let's talk about right that right now. You're moving as we speak right now. You're in Nashville on tour yeah. with another production. Felicitaciones. Wow. Gracias. <laughs> So tell everybody about Hades Town. Yes. Well, I joined Hades Town uh, a year ago in August. Um, but I booked this actually in Puerto Rico via Zoom because uh, during COVID, vamos para atrás un poquito. I finished on your sí. feet. I stayed in, in New York for a year, uh, a year and a half, and then COVID happened. And then I decided, to, well, I have to go back to Puerto Rico. So I moved back to Puerto Rico before a week, a week before the lockdown in New York. Wow. So I went back to Puerto Rico without selling my stuff. So I was like, I went to Puerto Rico for two months. And then after that, I had to go back to New York. I was like, I have to sell my stuff. I cannot be keep paying rent in a place that I'm not living. And we know, we all know mm -hmm. how, what, you know, La Renta in Nueva York. It's um, crazy. It's crazy. Don't get me started. So um, I went back to New York and I remember when it was th that moment that all the prices went up. So to go back to New York, but I sell everything. So I was I closed that chapter in New York for a little bit and then I went back to Puerto Rico. Um, but before uh, going back to Puerto Rico and before COVID, I auditioned for Hadestown uh, twice because I had two callbacks for that. But that didn't get it in that moment. But that was in, pre uh, in presencial in New York. And then I went back to Puerto Rico and then I received an email that they were looking some people for, for the tour again. So I sent the video and then the second time, the second callback, they just wanted to see me doing, playing Hermes, that the people that know about the show or people that don't know about the show, Hermes is the one that tells the story and is the character that Andre the Shield on Broadway, he won the Tony for that role. Okay. So they wanted to see me playing that part in front oh of the, all, the all the creative team via Zoom. So I was in Puerto Rico in the studio of the dance company that I, I've been dancing my whole life. You know, I, I just rented the space and I just I was there and I saw Rachel Chatkin, Anais Mitchell, Liam Robinson, all the people that actually won the Tonys for the show because the show has eight Tony Awards, including Best Musical and have a Grammy because of the soundtrack. The soundtrack is beautiful. And if you haven't heard about Hadestown, go now and listen to it because it's gorgeous. 
Um, okay. And I did that. I did that um, audition. I remember that I finished. The energy was so great. Um, I don't know why. Even it was via Zoom, and they were there. Estaba más cagado que en una audición presencial. I don't know why. <laughs> it was so weird. And then you had to create this new technique of like you're auditioning for a camera, but you cannot act for a camera. You have to sing and act like for musical theater. But because the director told me you have to keep watching the camera, because I'm telling the mm. story. Like the, the Hades time was in um, Hermes, the narrator of the show. So I finished that audition. I started crying because yo lloro. Yo soy bien emocional. And I was you like, gave it your alma. You exactly, gave it your corazón. Exactly. Of course. So I finished that and I was like, you know, whatever it happens, I feel fucking amazing. Woo! What an and, attitude to have. Hey, That's well, it. Claro. Y, y, uh, less than a week, I received the call. And then after that, I had to wait like a month and a half to go then to fly to New York for uh, to audition. No, to rehearse. It was already to rehearsal. So I was in, uh, in, New, in New York for a month for rehearsals and then started tour in September. And I started as a swing in the show. Swing is a person that has to cover many people in the show. So I started covering all the workers, including Hermes. And then, uh, like, I can say, like, maybe six months ago or a little bit more. I don't remember exactly. But I, um, I was moved to play one of the workers and cover Hermes and now Hades. So now I play wow. Hades, too. Um, so it has been a journey. This is my second contract. It's kind of like happening the same thing that happened with On Your Feet. Now On Your Feet, I had three contracts and I was like, you know, building up and growing up in the company and it's happening here too. And I'm really excited to see what's what's next, you know, because I, I love the show. If you have the opportunity to, if you're in New York, if you haven't seen it in New York, it's just gorgeous. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And right now we're in Nashville and this show apparently is going to continue until 2024. So... We'll see. Amazing. Amazing. Eddie, thank you for sharing that story with us. It was really touching and we're so proud of you. Oh my Appreciate gosh. It. Latinos doing it in musical theater. You know, we often have writers and actors right. from, from several different, you know, um, specialties, you know, be them Broadway or like stand-up comedians. But there's always a common denominator for us Latinos. You mentioned one thing before, the pasión. Well, we have this passion that could literally take us through our life, like our yep. careers, parenting. I'm a mom. The passion I have for being a mom really is the jet fuel. You know what I'm saying? That gets yeah. me through. My final question to you are, is like, what are some of those other elements that off, also give you that perseverance, you know, the ingredients for the receta to success that you've found along your journey? Because the Elueleros, they get inspired by these messages, you know, because mm -hmm. some of them are out there maybe also pursuing telecommunications yeah. degrees and just they really want to be on stage. Right. You know, but they're doing it because of the pressure from their family, from their Latino exactly. family. <laughs> so that's sort of the, the question that I'd like for you to answer. Or aside from the things <sighs> that you've mentioned, what are some other ingredients to the receta and some words of advice that you can offer the Eloeleros and the future Eddies, the other Eddies out there? I mean, hay muchas recetas based on that receta. You know, from that, from that <laughs> platano, you can have too many dishes. You know what I so mean? So many dishes. Exacto. Yeah. <laughs> so, platano we're going... guisao, platano maduro, <laughs> platano frito, platano so... relleno de mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, 
passion for me is the first thing. Uh, being proud of who you are in every aspect of your life. And in our case, as Latinos, don't be ashamed of it. Like at the beginning, I had a lot of like pressure, of, like because thinking about this show is not Latino at all, comparing with In the Highs or On Your Feet. But this show embrace the the diversity. And that's one of one of the many things that even the director told me is like the accent is good for this. Like the accent is, tells a story. The accent gives another yes. energy to the story. So for me, embracing that here in the show and knowing knowing that it's appreciated, I know in other shows can be appreciated too. You know? And um for me, a big inspiration is Raul Julia. What if for example I see. You know what I mean? Es una persona que the yo late, the great. I admire him a lot. And um being true to yourself, being kind to yourself. Us as Latinos, sometimes we just bash ourselves with a lot of stuff going on. And no, you have to be kind to yourself. You have to be proud of yourself, even for those little things that sometimes you like, okay, eso pasó y ya, but no. Like for you, and you know it's a big thing. Like like what you told me right now, you just made me realize a lot of stuff. Like when you you made me Aww. like reflect. And I was about to cry. I was like, I'm not going to cry here. I just started. Uh, but but it was... It's it, okay it got to me cry emotion. here, by the way. Oh, it's the I, forum. And I'll pass you a tissue here. It's a you. handkerchief. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, I, it's fine. I, 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 when I had to cry, I cried. You know, it just... it just You make me reflect about that. About all the stuff that I've been going through. And sometimes we just... We just think, of, okay, it happened. But no, when you think about those moments, it gives you more fuel to keep going. Because it reminds you of the struggle and like la jodienda que tuviste que pasar to be where you are right now. And in my case, like I told you, being grateful every time and um, surround yourself with people that actually supports you. Be very selective uh, mm. because it has to be like that, you know. And on t and in my case, on tour, sometimes it can be a little bit, you know, lonely, but no. Sometimes you need to divide when you actually have to be by yourself to reflect and keep connecting and doing your job with all, with everybody. But like tour life, it's, it's hard. We should, I don't know if this should be a book out, but if not, we should make a book of tour life because it's a whole new, different, wow. like kind of like subculture of, of living. Eddie, I hate to tell you this, but your life is a book. Maybe you should write the book. I'm just saying. Uh, at some point I will do my memoirs, my memorias. I think so. I see a lot of the the universe is really listening to you and watching you, and so will we. Please tell everybody where they can follow you on social media, because this is your life is fascinating. Yeah, well, uh, Instagram and I think all of them. Uh, Eddie Noel R. Eddie Noel R. Me siguen Eddie, por ahí. Igualmente a todas esas personas que some all the people that need some help or like need to talk or like need to ask me something about this business specifically, like they can reach out. I always try to answer everybody. And like, I love to. that. Real, Look at how young, accessible you people. are. Like for real, like I, because I was in that position and sometimes you try to reach certain people and it's hard. But in my case, if I can help any like young people that want to be in this business too, and I'm not going to give you the ex exact uh, receta exacta, you know, but I can, whenever I can do to help you, I will. So, I love that. Eddie, thank you so much for coming on Latinos Out Loud and making the time. Good luck on the it. tour, on the rest of the tour. Please thank let you. us know when you're back in New York. Porque hay party. You know what I'm saying? Bueno. Josie, all of us, let's get together. You know what I'm saying? Te digo little, ya mismo. Bit of, you know, a little bacardi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we'll Vamos just a hacer coquito, exchange. coquito es lo que hay. Oh, it's 
Coquito Season. Hey. Yes. Oh my God, it's Coquito Season. I gotta hit the gym. Great. Like I literally have to go <laughs> much more. Ya tú sabes la leche condensada y toda esa vaina que está ahí dentro. It's like, oh my God, azúcar. That was so silly, Cruz. Of course hey. it was. Eddie Noel. I bet you're like a nonstop performer. You're probably so much fun to hang out with. Like, I mean, are you just let's let's do it. I'll see you in, in New York. Streets? Let's put it out there. I'll see you in New York. I'll be in New York soon. So I hope. Vamos para allá. Vamos para allá. A Toñita, vamos a Toñita. Nos vemos. Ay. Eddie Noel. Eddie. Eddie, he put the no in Noel because he be knowing well. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I like it. Eddie Noel. Did you say that to him? No. No, oh, I'm best. just doing probably a little best. bit. Of, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna brag about my musical improv skill because it's probably lack thereof. But I'm trying. You know what I mean? I try because I'm fly. I don't know why. I try. Uh, um, time to say goodbye. Um, that was so much fun. I love talking to entertainers, you guys. I mean, I just love talking, period. But when we get a true, like you said, triple threat entertainer, it's just so incredible to hear what they do and what they've been through. I'm just going to stop rhyming. I'm not even doing it intentional now. I'm not. But anyway, um, it gives us all a lot of inspiration. I hope the LOLeros enjoyed that because no matter where you're coming from, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're trying to do, you put the work in, you will see results. Wow. You will see results, whatever journey you are looking to be successful in. Right, Jamie? I agree. I have a bumper sticker that says exactly that. That whole thing? Yeah. It must be a long bumper sticker. <laughs> it's a really small font. Yeah, it's really small <laughs> it's like, font. It must be an eight or a seven font. <laughs> at this point, it's like the bottom row of the eye chart at the optometrist, right? Like, I mean, it's I had like a custom made, so it's like, you know. Oh, that's nice of you mm, to have a custom made I, bumper sticker. But you're right. I should have uh, I should have probably shortened it before I made it into a bumper sticker. All right, guys. This is how we sign off. Um, thank you, LOLeros. Thank you for listening to the episode and listening mm. to us be so silly. We were so silly today was silly. so silly like silly but yeah holler at us let us know your favorite font at we are latinos out loud call us 978 latinos or drop your favorite font you know what i'm saying or email us we are latinos out loud at gmail.com and write it in your favorite font um thank you so much frank and jamie this was fun yeah thank you guys thank yeah you. thank you thank you eloeros for another great listening experience Ooh. yes thanks for the support make sure you subscribe and you we know. can hear you listening that's that's what i meant it's yeah. freaky right like you can hear us do the show but we can hear you listening we hear you we hear you and the phone here the you. phone is behind the wall <laughs> the phone is hiding in the house <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys thank you so much i think on that freaky note we're out